0: And I went to the hospital, and I did have a miscarriage. And my husband, he was right there comforting me. I thank God for him. He let me know that he loved me. And and it was good that I, you you know, that I'm still here, you know, that it's okay that he still loves me. And, you know, God still have blessed us. But I was just really, really grieving because, I mean, it hurt me too, my heart. And I know it hurt my husband too, but he didn't want me to see him hurt as much as it did hurt him because I was already hurting so bad too. God comforted us through that trial. And after that, later, my husband, you know, he had made up in his mind He said, Well, baby, why don't let's just move to Nashville? He said, In Nashville it's better school system for our children, it's less crime. It's just better there in Nashville. So we decided to move to Nashville. So we all moved, including his mother and father. They moved with us. And when we got in Nashville, it took us a while to find somewhere to live so we got a room at the red roof Inn in goodlessville and in that room god blessed us to get three beds three full-size beds side by side the the first bed that was set close to the door me and my husband shared that bed the second bed my three little children they shared that bed and the the um uh, the third bed was my my mother-in-law and father in law, they shared that bed. So we stayed there at the Red Roof Inn from June all the way to August. It took us that long to try to find somewhere to live. Even though, you know, God had blessed us with the money. In Nashville, it's harder to uh, get rent and to find a place to rent because they look at your credit real tough. And then it's like you have to pay, like back then we had to pay $50 per person. Like I had to pay 50 and my husband had to pay fifty for the application. So it was like $100 for the application fee, even if they tell you you ain't got it. So that's $100 just lost. So we filled out applications to a lot of places, and they denied us. And as we was at the Red Roof Inn, we was just sharing time together so beautiful. We would go to Old Hickory Lake and just sit there and just have a beautiful time. I remember getting in the lake. It was so beautiful, just getting there, holding on to my husband, and and be on a boat. He, He scared of the water, too, like me. He scared... He don't know how to swim good either. So I remember him getting in that water so scared. He was like, mama, 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 mama. <laughs> It was so cute. And we just spent so much time together. And and also, we used to be in that motel room singing. We will let our children sing. They'd be up there singing. And we'd just spend so much quality time together. And then my my husband... His daddy would take be on a Bow and teach him how to drive the car. And it just would be so beautiful. And Lena, she loved to dance. And she'll just be dancing and dancing and dancing. Then me and my husband, we'll go away while his mother and father babysitted. And we'll just have rendezvous uh, dates and just, we just have excellent time together. And even though we was staying in it, in a, um, in a motel room, I used to be worried because I wanted somewhere to live. And I used to be sad sometimes thinking about, oh, man, you know, I want to move somewhere. So my husband said, well, baby, we may have to just humble ourselves and stay in an apartment and save money until we can get blessed with a house. So I remember filling out applications. Then my husband said, well, baby... You may need to just leave me off the application. Maybe that's what's going on. So I remember coming into Hermitage, going to some apartments called the Avalon Apartments. And I remember going in there in the uh, office, filling out an application. And the lady that worked there name, Patrice, I filled out the application and stuff. And she was like, well, who are going to be staying And I told her. She said, well, why you don't have your husband name on there? I said, well, he told me to leave the name off. She said, well, you know... His name ain't got to be on at lease. So I said, girl, where your restroom at? She said, it's to the back. And so I went and used the restroom. After I filled out the application and everything, I said, well, okay. Have a blessed day. Because in my mind, I was thinking, I ain't gonna, we ain't going to even get these apartments. So I went on. And just feeling down. And that was my birthday, July the 22nd. And my husband, was he took me out to eat at the um, pizza place, CC Pizza, me and the children. And here I am still feeling discouraged. And so, finally, in the month of August, Patrice called me. And she was telling me, she said, Miss Branham, she said, the reason why it's taking so long, she said, it's because we're trying to get um, the information back of the place that you co-signed for your daughter to live in, in Murfreesboro. She said, soon we can get that information. She said, and if it's a a good report, you can move in. I said, okay, thank you. So I called and was telling the lady about it, and I gave the lady the fax number that she could fax the information. And so the lady faxed the information to her. So Miss Patrice, she called me and told me, that I could move in. So it was like a, a three-bedroom apartment. And that three-bedroom apartment, we paid over $1,100 a month for rent. So we all moved in together. And God had blessed me to get pregnant again. I had got pregnant again. And and so I remember it was close to Christmas. That my husband, him his mama, they helped. They cooked real good for Christmas they cooked the Christmas uh, dinner and it was so beautiful and I remember us just spending time together and uh, me and his mother we had went to the store with the children and my husband and father Dave was at home and my husband was praying 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 and God refilled him with the Holy Ghost and he was just speaking in tongues and he went and told his daddy he hugged his daddy. His daddy seen him speaking in tongues. And it was just so beautiful. He called me was saying, baby, baby, God, refill me with the Holy Ghost. And I, I hugged my daddy. And it was just, and he said, my daddy seen me speaking in tongues. My daddy was just looking like, wow. And so, came back home. God just moved in a mighty, mighty way. So beautiful. And I remember um, after the holidays, god blessed and i went to the doctor me and my husband because i was spotting and bleeding a little bit so we uh they did an ultrasound and i could tell something was going on because they was looking really strange doing the ultrasound the lady that was doing the ultrasound and so she went and got a tech and so they finally was saying that you know um I was finna have an, an, another miscarriage, so they gave me some, uh, some kind of medicine that I would just go on and have their miscarriage, and the stuff, you know, the baby would just come out, so I came home, and I was just hurting so bad, and to backtrack before then, Peaches, my cousin Peaches, she told me that God had spoke and said, tell Tammy. To put a nor nor in her water bath water, so when I took that melter, it made me just have contractions, more contractions like never before. I was hurting so bad, and I was just passing. So I passed my baby just came out. So I just I was uh, hurting, and different tissue and stuff was coming out. It was just like so I was getting into that was the only thing to help and uh. I poured a noin oil in the tub, just like Peaches said. And as I got in that tub, it helped relieve me from hurting so bad. And my husband went to get my medicine that they had prescribed, the doctor prescribed me. And I was just having contractions in that water, just hurting, 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 hurting. But that water soothed me, and, and it made me feel a lot better. That I was almost falling asleep in the water. I didn't want to get out of that bay of water. And my husband was saying, baby, you got to get out. But I didn't even want to get out of that bay of water. I was hurting so bad. So I had lost another baby. And it was devastating to me. It was just devastating. And so at that time, David and Ramesha They had moved to Memphis. I mean, not to Memphis, forgive me, to Nashville. Because it was so hard for them to find a job in Memphis. Even though the house that I had in Memphis was paid for, and they could have stayed there rent free, they chose to leave Memphis to come to Nashville because the main reason was because... It was so hard for David to find a job up there. And it's easy to find a job in Nashville, but it's hard to find somewhere where to live in Nashville. And the rent is way higher in Nashville than it is in Memphis. So David had went with my husband to go get the things that I needed. And my husband bought me a great big old stuffed elephant. And... I just held on to that elephant because I was in pain. I was grieving. And that could soothe my, you know, it it helped comforted me, that stuffed animal. And I just thank God for my husband. He was right there for me. I thank God. Thank God for him. And so, you know, it, it was just devastating. It was devastating. And as time went on my husband mama got blessed with a good job at a uh, elderly facility home in Madison and his father got blessed with a good job uh he was washing cars in Madison and his mama kept looking 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 and God blessed them to find to rent a really nice house it was a duplex in Nashville in, a, in Madison, Tennessee. They hometown, not that far from where her mother lived. God bless her to find a real nice home, beautiful for her and her husband. And they moved out, they moved in their home, and they worked real hard, and, and, and at that time, God had me to deal with the grief of losing my mother and of losing my first husband. Since I got away from Memphis and moved to Nashville and my husband was working, his mom and daddy was, you know, had their own place they was working. And so the children while they was at school, while I was stay at home mom, I got a chance to just really come to reality that this is what happened to me. That this is what we went through. And the healing process got a chance to be the process of healing while I was in Nashville. And so I remember at that time that as time went on, I think it was like, I think it was 2015 or 2016. Um, One day, I was at church and I was in the front of the altar. I was like right there at the altar. And God laid it on my heart to go and pray for my husband, Father Terrence. And my husband didn't go to church with me that day, and I called my husband, and I said, Baby, that was after the church service. I said, Baby, before I come home, I'm going to go and pray for your daddy, because God laid on my heart to go pray for him. He said, Okay, baby. So I went over their house, and his father, he had been sick, and so he was resting in the bed, sleep, and so I talked to his mother. And his mother was telling me that, you know, how he had been sick and how she sure don't want him to be, you know, waking up. So I just sat there and talked to her. Then I came on home. And the next morning, my husband, father called him and told him that he is so proud of him as his son. And he's so thankful that he let him move and live with us and just and just treated him as you know just treated him good as family and he was saying son i'm so proud of you and he called around about six something that morning then on april the 21st my my husband and mother she had got off work. She went over her mama's house and sat with her for a while. Then she came home. And when she came home, her husband was in the bed, dead, with a smile on his face. That was April the 21st. She called my husband, screaming and hollering, my husband's mama, telling him that his daddy was dead. So we hurried up and rushed over there. And when we rushed over there... He was laying in the bed with a smile on his face. He was dead. And it just was tragic for the family. It was a surprise. It was a shock because he was not down sick. He wasn't in the hospital. He had been working, you know, and then for him to just die like that, right in his sleep with a smile on his face, it was just traumatizing. And so we remember going to his funeral. My husband, he spoke at his funeral. And, you know, he was really grieving at the time. And his brothers, they came down from out of town with their wives and family, and they lived with his mother. And while she was going through that grief. And so she had got kind of sick and she was so tired. And it was so many of her grandchildren just all around. I remember we brought her something. We had went to Walgreens and got her something that she wanted, some, some diabetic socks and something else she wanted us to get her. And we went over there. She was so tired and drained. She was in that bed with so many of her grandchildren. They was all in the bed with her. And even her other grandson, her oldest grandson had came down. Mama had sent him down from Memphis, too. So it was so much. And my husband was upset because he said it was just too much on his mama. She had just, you know, grieving for her husband. And with all the children and all the people there, it was just too much. And he said, Mama, come go home with us. But she wouldn't. He said, Mama, please come go home with us so you can get you some rest. But she wouldn't. So um, I remember in the month of June, right after that, uh, we had went to the Pisa place. It was a Pisa place, Sir Pisa, that my husband liked to go to. And he called his mama and found out that she was at the hospital. And he came out just crying, crying, crying. He said, my mama at the hospital. And see, she tried to keep it a secret from him because she knew he was going to be worried about her. Because she said she knew if anybody loved her, she know he did more than all her children. She knew. And she didn't want him to be worried. So we went to the hospital. She was in a hospital in Hendersonville. We went there where she was. And we visited her. And um, when we came home that night, they called from the hospital and said she took a turn for the worse, and she had to be on life support. So she was on life support, and the family all gathered there. And we was coming, visiting, 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 visiting. She still was on life support. She stayed on there for some days. And... I remember me and my husband one day going in the room where she was. And as we went in that room, we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for her. And as we was praying, she was waking up from the life support. And she was "Mm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And the nurses came running in saying, what are you doing? And we said, we were just praying. But they said, It was making her blood pressure go up. And see, she was coming, too. At first, she was just out of it. But as we began to pray, she came, too. But it's like she was telling us no. You know, like she was like, "Mm -mm mm-mm, mm-mm. So they rushed us out the room. And his mother, she died. And she died on June the 10th. And it was a shock. It was a total shock. Shock. Mm, God have mercy. She was my best friend. She was, I mean, me and her was closer than, you know, any sister in Christ ever was in our lives. We was close. She was not only my best friend, but she was my mother-in-law. And I loved her and she loved me. And it was just devastating. It was such a shock. God, Jesus, 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 have mercy, God. It was just devastating. It was just a shock. It was a shock. It was a shock to the whole. God, have mercy, God! Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy! It was a shock. It was a shock. It was a shock! God, God, God. It was a shock, it was a shock. God, no, it was a shock. God, no, it was a shock to the whole family to the whole family, it was such a shock. It was such a shock. It was just traumatizing, a grief like never before. For my husband to lose his mother and father In less than two months, less than two months, his mama and his father was a grief like never before. My children lost their grandmother, their grandfather. It was devastating. It was devastating. It was just a shock. God know. God! Jesus! 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 It was a shock. God know it was. God know. My husband was hurt so bad. Words can't even describe. Jesus! Have mercy. Words can't even describe how he felt. Losing his mama and father in less than two months. It was devastating. Shock on the entire family. It was devastating, and God comforted us like never before, and my husband, he was hurt so bad that he did not go to his mama' funeral. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, Mm-mm-mm. God, he, he couldn't take it. He just couldn't take it because, just like I said before, he loved his mama so much. They had the most beautiful mother-son relationship that I ever seen or ever known or ever heard of in my whole entire life. So, he did not go to her funeral. And I did not go. I stayed right with my husband. And I let him know, baby, don't feel bad that you did not go to her funeral because you was right there when she was alive. You let her know how much you love her right there when she was alive. She lived with us. She knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. That you loved her. Because when she dead, she dead. But when she alive, that's when you let a person know how much you love them. Because why you going to try to tell them why they dead? When they dead, they not of this world anymore. So it's best to give a person, just like their song say, a flower while they still live. Give them their flowers while they still live. Let let people know how much you love them while they still alive. So, I told my husband, don't feel bad about not going to her funeral. Because you helped take care of your mama while she was alive. Y'all spent quality time together. You loved your mama and she knew it. And so, as time went on, that's when my husband, you know, started drinking even more, trying to cover up the hurt of what happened. And using drugs trying to cover the grief that was going on and so he took some of his hurt out on me some of his grief and hurt he took it out on me because of the hurt and the grief that was in him he took that grief and hurt out on me the same way I took my grief and hurt out on others when I was going through grief and, but still, I was right there with my husband because I love my husband no matter what. And I I knew he still loved me. And so finally he told me, he said, baby, if it weren't for you, I don't know what I would have done. But because that you was with me through this grief, it helped. And it's the same way he was with me through the grief that I went through. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free.